Good morning. Mainly sunny today with a little bit of fog on your way in, a high of minus 11. As you're stepping out your door to go to work and school, it's going to feel like minus 22 with the wind chill. This news update is brought to you by Tireland. Show winter who's in control. Head to Tireland and save up to $100 on the purchase of four select winter tires. Visit tireland.ca to shop your winter tires or book today for your tire change. A sheriff says 13 people are dead, including a sheriff sergeant and the gunman after a shooting inside a crowded Southern California bar late last night. Around 10 other people were shot and wounded. Police say hundreds of people were inside the borderline bar and grill when the shooting occurred. Strathcona County RCMP have confirmed that there were two explosions in a Sherwood Park parking garage on Tuesday night. A car inside the parkade of the Strathcona County Civic Office was found packed with explosives. The suspect, a 21-year-old man found in the parkade, died from his injuries. The motive is not known at this time, but it is not believed to be a security event. St. Teresa Catholic School and Salisbury Composite High School in Sherwood Park remain closed today. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but again, we, we heard about this yesterday and yes. I, don't, I don't think we could wrap our brains around it it sounds like something that you'd hear ha- happening in new york or somewhere like that not, not here s- not sherwood park right yeah weird hmm. in sports the oilers are in florida to play the panthers tonight and tonight is also a special one because chris is the honorary chair and hosts the inaugural light the house gala at the shaw conference center raising funds for ronald mcdonald house now there's going to be six of edmonton's best chefs competing and chris do you know do they have limited tickets available i, I you know what i'm not a hundred percent sure you might still be able to get one but uh, like it's going to be like six courses like all oh these chefs are going to be goodness. doing their thing um i'll be, kind of be talking and eating i'll I, that's why i eat so fast because when i'm emceeing i can <laughs> no time, i'm no still going to get a chance to enjoy it uh, uh, uh quinn phillips and uh, margo Marin is that her name now I think from so. global edmonton yes. yeah anyway they're going to be there as judges so it's going to be a lot of fun and people are losing their minds over the news that breaking bad will indeed become a movie it will be a sequel set after the events of the series finale following Jesse as he blazes a trail away from the horrifying finale. Now, no title or release date has been set just yet, but production is expected to begin in New Mexico very soon. Mm. How excited are you? I- I'm real excited. <laughs> Matt doesn't look as excited as me. It's hard to catch that yeah. that magic in a bottle. Sure. That was the show. Yeah. Right? Especially after a giant hiatus and no what's-his-face. Walter White. That's well, I think people will want it back, right? I think people yeah. will sure. go. I'm not just- saying people won't go. Yeah. I love Jesse. So we'll see. He was, yeah, he was bolting away there at the end. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll see. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. We need to know the answer to the too early for a question question. Your chance to see Aaron Perchette at Cook County Saloon coming up in January. I'm, there's so many shows that we've just announced. I'm trying to keep I them all straight. I just wrote them all down on the board, and I hardly had enough room. Okay, but it's a January <laughs> show. I don't exactly. January 31st. That's it. That should Cook be the County question. Saloon. When is he coming? The, the question this morning, this is a fun one. Think about it and then call us at 780-421-1039. One third of people would not even consider dating you if you owned one of these. All right. That's a lot of people. <laughs> that, is it a Grand Prix? That wouldn't even consider dating you <laughs> if you own one of these. It is not a Grand Prix. Good. All right. 780-421-1039. What on earth could you own that would make people not even consider dating you? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're trying to warm up your brains with the too early for a question question this morning. This is a fun one, giving lots of interesting guests at 780-421-1039. Again, one-third of people wouldn't even consider dating you if you own one of these. I'm thinking a motorcycle. Oh, a motorcycle. Ooh, dangerous. Well, I don't know about you, but that makes me want to date somebody more. Really? A little bad girl Not me. Thing. No. 
<laughs> George Clooney is getting rid of his motorcycle because he, he got in a big accident. Well, he's did not wreck it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not riding anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Teresa? It's yeah. not a motorcycle, but that's a good guess. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Hey, Tracy. What do you think? A snake. It's not a snake. <laughs> Everybody hates the snake. Thank Are you saying you wouldn't snake. date a guy just because he has a snake? Well, I have one. Oh. There you go. Lots of people won't come to my house because I have one. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, there you go. So you know they're your real friends if they come over. Yeah, exactly. Snake weeds out the week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, Diane, what do you think? Uh, what, the answer to that? Yeah. A truck. A half ton, a truck. Oh, you think that they don't date them if they own a truck? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a one. I only date guys with 350. Yeah. <laughs> you want to date a guy with a truck when you want to move. That's yeah. the only right. time, yeah, right? Exactly. It's not a truck, but thank you very much, all right? Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, Kissing Country. Hi, I'm a cat. <laughs> it's not a cat. Why would you say a cat? You think that the people that own cats? Well, you've got pet people, not pet people, and then you've got dog people. And and then you got cat people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a cat person could be like a one-third. Okay. Get off my back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's uh, not owning a cat. It's got nothing to do with pets. Here's your quick uh, clue this morning. It's uh, something that most of us, I think all, most of us owned at one point, but most of us don't own anymore. Mm-hmm. We might own a different. Uh, that's it. Say that, no more. Okay. That's all I'll say. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hopefully you're having a good uh, start to your day. We're trying to make it better with the too early for a question question. This is a fun one this morning. We said one-third of people won't even consider dating you if you own one of these. And we said that uh, most of us owned it at one point, but yes. most of us don't anymore. All right. Hi, is it a bunk bed? A bunk bed. <laughs> that would be hilarious, finding out that your future boyfriend actually sleeps in a bunk bed. <laughs> so much more room for activities. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's not a bunk bed, but thank you very much. That is a great guess. Hey, what do you think uh, one-third of people wouldn't even uh, consider dating you if, you if you owned? Oh, is it a flip phone? Hey, it's a flip phone. It is. Good job. Oh. We were talking off-air about it, and Jack's like, oh, I think that would be kind of neat if a guy owned the flip phone. I think it would be like retro. You, you, you'd love it know. when your husband's gone all the time. Yeah. Couldn't FaceTime or anything. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's T9-ing you. <laughs> you just don't come off as being very... No, yeah, 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 that's kind of the issue. Well, you know what? Congratulations. You're not using your flip phone to call us this morning, are you? Bluetooth. I do not have a flip phone, actually. All right. As a late adopter of the smartphone, Uh I made a terrible decision. Yeah? You should have stayed with the flip phone? No. Should have switched earlier. Oh, I see. I see. Hey, what's your name? Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Congratulations. You're seeing Aaron Perchette on uh, January 31st. Cook County Saloon. Awesome. I'm pumped. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Found out a third of people would not even consider dating you if you owned a flip phone and then this text roll in. Yeah, this is from Arlene. All of a sudden, I'm even happier. I bought my teenage daughter a flip phone. Good <laughs> Great <thinking>. idea. Good <laughs> Yeah. Thinking. All right. Uh, George Canyon, he's going to be at uh, the Yellowhead Casino tonight. Uh, we're going to actually talk to him in moments. You don't want to uh, miss that. But getting back to the question, what was your guess? A gun? Ooh, Ooh good yeah. guess. Not the one? No, it's not. It was actually a, a flip phone. Oh, okay. W- would, you have, would you date a guy that had a flip phone? Doesn't matter. <laughs> would you date a guy that had a gun? Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Depend- yeah, depends I would be on the scared. kind of gun. Yeah. He protect you. Yeah, I'd just still be scared. What if he owned a flip gun? <laughs> Extra scared. <laughs> he T9 the bad guy. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Um, yeah, you, you know what? That strong jaw would look good in a uh, professional photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you're just tuning into the show, my name is Chris Sheets. Uh, Jacqueline Sweeney's over there. Matt Burse is, is there. And Matt uh, just became a, a father for the first time in the last couple of weeks. Jack became a mom a couple of years ago. And uh, things have certainly changed since our kids were little. Um, there's just, a, well, let's face it. When our kids were born, there was no social media. There was no things like that. And I'm wondering if that's not got something to do with your concern this morning, Matt. What, I'm fired what, up. What's your observation? I'm fed up. Yeah. After seeing my, my uh, sister-in-law do this, mm. my sister, my friends, my coworkers, just everybody in my life, their whole thing is you got to get professional pictures. Right. And now they're pushing me towards why aren't you getting newborn professional pictures? I just think this whole professional picture thing mm. is being blown out of proportion. I don't want any more picture pressure. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I don't look good in pictures. I don't want to be in pictures. I don't do anything with these pictures. I've had enough. I have to ask just one question. Is it like 99% because of the cost, Matt? <laughs> 95. Okay. Well, the other five is just it's a pain in the butt to it's get dressed up and do this butt, kind of man. stuff. And then nobody does anything with these pictures. You put it on social media, you get 20 <laughs> likes, and everybody moves on with their lives. They sit in a folder in your junk room for 25 years. You pull them out, you show your kids, they go back in for another 20. All right. They're useless. All right. Now, Jack, um, <laughs> you've done a few professional pictures. Did you not just yes. do one recently? Yes. Yeah. We had our fall photo shoot. Of course, because it's fall. fall. It's fall. What's so special about fall? <laughs> and we needed fall it's family like, it's photos. It's like the Sears catalog. they got to release the, the fall edition. I can't edition. wait for the winter edition. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. Trust me, it's scheduled. All right. But I, I, I to Matt's credit, yes, uh, there is definite photo pressure. Uh-huh. But I love it. Like when, so those Says fo- the former model. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those photos that you talk about, they they aren't just in a box in our house. Our Bobby and I's engagement photos, we uh, have we have some framed right. in our house. Um, we did get newborn photos with Kennedy. Okay, what does that mean? Like was it like right after she was born, somebody came to the hospital? Yes. Uh, so well, you have the choice. Yeah, they can come to the hospital. You can go to a studio. Now we are very lucky to have a photographer in the family. So Bobby's sister Samantha came right. to our house and just shot a lifestyle session. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds stupid. Her, her, her brother must have the loved nurse that. is working around the lights, <laughs> but it's so. <laughs> It was so nice, and we have those memories of Kennedy. She was five days old. We have those memories of us just, you know, on the bed with her, laughing, you know, holding her, and I'll always remember how tiny she was. You wouldn't have any memories if it wasn't for those pictures. Well, they're nice to have around the house. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to put some baby pictures in a frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But to your credit as well, Matt, there is a lot of pressure. And I know my husband does. Like, we all get anxiety before the photo shoot and we're all fighting and then we smile. <laughs> well, my daughter has a uh, one of these big fancy cameras. I don't yes. know, Nikon, whatever, blah, blah, blahs. The big and lens Sometimes on she'll take pictures with that. But now she's got the iPhone 10 and she'll take pictures with that. And I can't tell the difference. And she she knows what she's doing, right? Because you've got the, the trained eye. Do you need a professional anymore? Has, have people not become professionals in your life do you actually need to get a you know a, a there professional? is a difference there is, is there? A, there is a difference when you you get you pay somebody for this picture yeah it costs but the, yeah the, the, yes but they one. they edit them and they're able to capture those candid ones i All mean right. so often when you're shooting with your own iphone it's posed okay has it gotten too far is it a, a professional pictures is this gotten ridiculous or do you completely understand and you just you take advantage of well it's fall let's get a professional uh, photo shoot going on here winter edition uh, fall it's, edition it's winter oh my gosh we're coming up to Valentine's. You know I what? hear the Sweeties have the best setup for their spring shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm collecting props. What do you think? As always, we want to hear from you. 780-421-1039. You can text us at 103939. 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, in the uh, olden days, as I like to call them, uh, your mom would book a thing at uh, the Sears uh, photo place, and uh, you know, once every three or four years, your family would go there. <laughs> I your, love those ones. <laughs> your mom would dress you up, you and your brother, in matching sailor suits, and uh, they'd take pictures, and that would kind of be it. And now looking back, there's not we don't have a whole lot of pictures because it wasn't done very often. It was like an eclipse. Yeah. Because mom could only take it once every five years. Exactly. <laughs> that is the truth. So now it's completely different. And Matt says professional photos and the pressure around them for family stuff is too much. What do you think? Well, lots of people are saying there are other options when it comes to mini sessions. Mini sessions. So it's sessions. not as, as expensive. Another person says it's not about you. It's about the kids. People want to see your family shots for the kids, Matt. I asked how much those mini sessions are. Hmm. $400. Oh, Okay. <laughs> that's not very mini when it comes to my wallet can you get a mini mini session that's the question As micro always, session we want to know what you think this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast this first yes. little winter just taste. a few more There's days no doubt about that uh talking about professional photos if you're just tuning into the show uh, again our own matt debers became a dad in the last couple of weeks and the, the well you know everything's going to cost money but i think you're starting to feel that that uh that new dad money pinch there's and needs and wants. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and and my wife wants more or more pictures. <laughs> and the, those newborn shoots are very popular right now. It seems like everyone's getting them. Right. And you send the postcard out to your family and they put it on the fridge and then they throw it out in a year. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> we got this text. As a professional photographer, I do want clients to know the difference between our images and an iPhone. Yes, we say the iPhones are good, but if you can't tell... Perhaps don't hire one of the very many non-professionals out there calling themselves good photographers. Mm. Look online and ask any photographer what they are shooting with. If they are shooting manual, that is a good thing. Say no to automatic shooters. They don't understand their camera and therefore do not understand the light. The biggest insult is the assumption that a good camera makes a good photographer. Do great pots make a great meal? Mm. If, uh, my Lou Crusette pot hmm. is I'm impressed wonderful. you know that. <laughs> I, was, Good job. I wasn't sure what he was going to try to say there. Rob, <laughs> Rob, what do you think? I think I agree with Matt. It is too much money now. Like, you look, even look at the wedding pictures and that stuff that, you know, you started with. Yeah. You know, now the everyone's going to the, the internet or Facebook or whatever. They take their own pictures. They send it out. So. And my big thing is, you know, sometimes I get judged for not doing the candid uh, asking Sam to marry me pictures. Like, I miss out on those. Mm. Yeah, you did. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) If you can find someone in the family who can take a good photo, don't go spending hundreds. Also, Matt, women love when guys are down for photo shoots, so get some extra brownie points, says a texter. Mm. Yeah, brownies don't normally cost 400 scoots. (laughs) 780-421-1039. Hi. Can someone half agree with Matt and half not agree with Matt? (laughs) Welcome to the everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I have a niece who is a photographer, and she does, like, the Christmas minis that only have the kids in them, but they're only, like, $125. And I was thinking that was expensive for you to talk about 400 for a mini session. Like, that's outrageous. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like pictures. I like that I have my kids' school pictures and whatever, but mm. to do it four times a year for the whole family. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think nowadays, too, I think that unless you spend, like, a lot of money on something, like, then, you know, you don't think that there's value to it, too, right? I just, it's kind of a, a weird and strange world where, well, we paid this much, so... I know. go to the dollar right. menu on McDonald's, and yeah. I still feel satisfied. Yeah. I need one of those for photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This Facebook story, where now Facebook is allowing you, first of all, they're going to allow you to get more into the dating game. They're trying to jump on that bandwagon, so to speak. Yes, right? their own kind of Facebook dating service. Yeah. Uh, and then now they're going to give you the opportunity to uh, uh, bring take back a message uh, 10 minutes after you've sent it, which I don't understand because once you sent it, isn't it sent? I guess 10 minutes before they read it, right? Maybe if they don't see it. Yeah, I think if you're on the chat right away, or I don't know, because this is how they put it. You can remove a message from a chat thread after it's been sent. If you oh. accidentally send the wrong photo, incorrect information, or message the wrong thread, you can easily correct it by removing the message within 10 minutes of sending it. Mm. So I think the difference is where you could technically still delete it, it would be available on the other person's messenger still. So even though you deleted it from your phone or your thread, they could still see it. Now that's changing. If you delete it within 10 minutes, it's completely gone from both of your threads. So before, you're only hiding your shame from yourself. Exactly. Now you're hiding it from multiple people. Yeah. So uh, would 10 minutes be enough? Jack doesn't think it is because normally when you send these things, you probably had a couple (laughs) of wobbly pops and you don't actually find the regret until the morning. Exactly. I sent that last night. It's like 10 hours later and you're like, oh no. This This whole thing's moot unless you can pull them back before the person reads them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would thing. be really good. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So the question early, uh, well, right now about this subject is, A, would that help you? B, would it have helped you in a situation? And sometimes there, there's that, you see, every once in a while you'll get an email from somebody and they say, so-and-so is trying to... Uh, Unsend it. I don't know what the term is, but there's a term. Recall this recall message. Recall that message, right? Yes. And and Jack, we were talking about what you know what we could talk about in this, and she's like, "What about those awkward reply alls?" Like oh my when you, gosh! When you I've forget. even seen them here in this company. Like <laughs> yeah. somebody hit reply all talking about somebody yeah. in that email, yeah. and it was not good. <laughs> and ten minutes later. So and so would like to recall this message. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> I'm not saying. Oh, you weren't on that one. No. Well, you weren't supposed to be. <laughs> I'm so scared of this yeah. that I never hit reply. Yeah, reply all. all is a scary. Well, thing. I don't think anyone intentionally says reply all. Yeah. It's just I, I, accidentally. I just oh. I'm in a practice of always avoiding that reply all button. Oh. You just don't reply. <laughs> Also part of my strategy. You can't get in trouble if you don't say anything. <laughs> That's true. All right. Have you ever had an awkward reply all moment or a moment, a message you wish you had 10 minutes to pull back? Oof, Chris. I'm trying well, I'm trying to remember the exact story, but it was it was a bad one. It involved work and it involved when I was the boss and it was just something that shouldn't have been sent. And to, uh, and, and I just, I went to, back to engineering and I'm like, guys, we got to help me. <laughs> like you were the one that sent oh, it. Oh yeah, we got to get, yeah, we got to get like our Ooh. internet people from Toronto on this stat. And I, I think it worked out. I they fart. pulled the message? Sure, must be nice being the boss. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have his boss privileges anymore. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Facebook is allowing you to pull back uh, a message that you've sent uh, 10 minutes after you've sent it if they haven't read it yet. And we're talking about those moments in your life. We got this text. I had a few too many tequila at the neighbors and my husband texts me. Well, my 20-year-old son, who also happened to be there, responded pretending to be me. The next morning, I mentioned to my son, wow, I was so coherent to send that text. He was like, yeah, mom, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love the kids. All right, Christy. Company I used to work for, it wasn't me that did this, but there's probably about um just short of five thousand people that work for this company and um somebody got a promotion or whatever and HR accidentally replied all with their new salary. Oh, what was it? <laughs> uh, a lot of money. <laughs> I saw the number before. 
the message got recalled. <laughs> and you will forever remember. <laughs> Let me exactly. tell you, I wish this exact situation happened more often. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It is 7.30. Thank you for joining us. Um, We share a lot. We overshare on this uh, radio station, and um, we overshare about our families and our lives, and it's because we consider you all family, and I've got a tough thing to share with you this morning. Okay, that's a bad sign already. In 2006, we went to, to look for an acreage that was for sale. We loved the house and the property. The only thing Karen didn't really like about the house was the dog run that was connected to it. Well, not only did we end up buying the house, but we kept the dog. And that dog, and the dog, we kept the dog, and the, uh, we kept the dog run, that is, and the dog that called it home. I remember the first day at my new house. My dad and I were working outside, and he noticed that dog was laying on her back and honestly throwing a tennis ball in the air with her paws and catching it with her mouth. At that point, we knew she was something special. A few years later, she ran across the road and was hit by a car. As I took her to the emergency vet clinic, I promised Bailey and Carter I would bring her home. I remember Karen saying, why would you do that? I said I had to. After all, she had become like a brother for Carter, playing goal while he shot tennis balls into the net, and she would make more saves than let him in. I'm not sure if that was because she was a good goalie or Carter didn't have a good shot. And uh, she also became a sister for Bailey. They really did have a special girl bond. They were both our princesses. After she got hit, she needed major surgery for a broken pelvis. She really had an amazing recovery. With a metal pelvis, she was back running in no time. I used to run with her 8Ks, 8 kilometers a day and she would pull me all the way behind that leash. Over the years, we both slowed down, and a few years ago, she wasn't even able to go two kilometers. She would still wait for me at the end of the driveway for over an hour for me finally to return from my daily runs. For health reasons, we couldn't have three kids like we wanted to, but I believe Lacey came into Karen's life to fill that hole. Karen was forever cleaning her paw marks and was never sure which one I loved more, Karen or Lacey, but she loved her as much as any of us. She was like a fifth family member and made such an impression to all her extended family and friends. We spent hours at the river, that was her happy place, and I spent hours holding her paw, just like holding her hand. Just two nights ago, I held her paw while we were watching the Oilers game, squeezing extra hard when McDavid had the puck. She gave us all unconditional love. And yesterday we returned the favor by allowing her to go to sleep. I can't thank the staff at the Devonian Veterinary Clinic enough. They made everything as good as it could have been. When they're crying along with you, you know you're with the right people. Some might say she was just a dog. For my family, she was so much more. And we're so thankful for her 14 years. They say grief is a price you pay for love, and that's so true. We're so lucky to have bought that house. Looking back, I would have paid them that much just for her we love you Lacey. this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast yeah life is wonderful but uh, time is something we can't control it doesn't matter um who you are or, or, or who you wish would be with you five more minutes Getting some incredible texts here. I'm so sorry for your loss of Lacey. My thoughts are with you and your family, Chris. Lacey was so lucky to have you and you her. I always say that when people say that we rescued our Bentley, that he actually rescued us. It sounds like Lacey was the exact same for you and your family. Beautiful words. And thank you for being so brave. Mm. A lot of people saying you have them in tears, but they're saying they understand. I'm crying so hard driving to work. I had to pull over. My heart is breaking for you and your family, says Shauna. 
And I think thank you very much for all of all of this. And it, I mean, Jack, you just went through this with both of your dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you've we you, all can relate, Matt. You've done this as well with uh, your family dogs, and now you know it's just uh, and uh, you, you know it is. And I, there, if you if you haven't had the love of a pet, an unconditional love of a pet, man, I just wish you would. You know, because it's just amazing. Cindy says they do become family, and sometimes, let's be honest, you like them better than some people. Mm. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Um, anyway, the beautiful, we're, all the texts and the phone calls uh, certainly do mean a lot. You guys are so caring. And it's not why you tune into a radio station on a Thursday morning, um, but th- this is what our radio station is about. It's about life, right? So uh, thank you very much. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If you're just tuning in, unfortunately, Chris had some sad events happen this week. He had to put down his beloved dog, Lacey, yesterday. So he explained kind of what happened yesterday and and took us through all the emotions. And Chris, the texts are just flooding in. They say, I'm so sorry for your loss, Chris. With the amount that you talked about, Lacey, on the radio, I know you guys had a very special bond. We have a nine-year-old golden retriever, and every time we walk out of the vet together is a gift. I dread the day that I have to make the decision that you had to make, but very proud of you for doing so. Thank you very much. Morning, crew. How hey. are you? Uh, you know what? We're doing okay. Um, <laughs> hey, Chris. Um, so sorry to hear, but Lacey. Thank you. Um, you know, I don't know what is it with you. Uh, when you did the afternoon uh, drive, you on long just before long weekend, you said a uh, poem always made me cry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just before long weekend, you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Let's hope you weren't going to a screening of Old Yeller. Yeah, it's the long weekend well, cry. Just get it out. <laughs> Marley and me. <laughs> it's a good thing I have Kleenex in my vehicle. <laughs> That's all I could say. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, my friend. You you take care, all right? Oh, I'll try. i got to stop this runny nose now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just say it's a cold. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast. Uh, these text messages are helping, uh, but boy, oh boy, there's some of them are pretty powerful. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in, our our dog, we had her for 12 years. Um, we we I, I love telling the story about the fact that we bought the place and she was there. She she actually was uh, it was her place. That she we came just, with the house. We kind of we kind of moved into, and uh, it was a, it was just such a great a great stretch of time. Don't get me wrong; I'm not going to get going on that again. But anyway, I, we have to explain. There needs to be some context for people that are just tuning in. And um, anyway, so uh, unfortunately, our run with her ended yesterday, and uh, the text messages coming in, and they're real powerful. Yes, Chris, you said when uh, when you were explaining the story of how you had to say goodbye to Lacey yesterday, you apologize for oversharing and Brad text in and says, Chris, I think you underestimate your impact on our lives through all the highs and unfortunately all the lows. I tune into this station exactly for these reasons. In a day where I can download all my favorite songs and listen to them in any order I want, I keep tuning into you, Jack and Matt, because you overshare. You three and your families are all family to me in my heart, despite never shaking your hands. Now I'm on the side of the road grieving for your loss of Lacey right with you. Please accept my condolences and thank you for the love and trust that you bless us with every day by sharing your personal life. Thank you very much for that. And this is no disrespect to the uh, people that are driving to the Cross Cancer Institute this morning, fighting for their lives mm-hmm. or at the stallery with their kids, because I mean, but there's just, there's just all sorts of different, um, different situations why we're sad and we grieve and it's in its life. And uh, you know what, the, the phone calls are appreciated too. Uh, Brenda? I've only ever owned one dog and I was, I don't know, 10 or 12. 
11 when she passed away, and I had only had her for maybe 10 or 11 months when she got hit by a car. Right. And I've never owned a dog since. It was just, that was too hard. Yeah, you just don't get over some things. No, no my, my mom, because she's never been a fan of dogs, and I was never sure why, and, and she told us just recently, she said, do you remember when you were little boys, I was about five years old, and our, our dog Snoopy got ran over? She said that was the first dog I'd ever had in my life. She, you know, she'd just been yeah. married, and, and she said, I, I, she said it was so painful. I just refused to love another dog, yeah. <laughs> and, and I kind of feel like that now too. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for let's be grand puppies at some point. Aww. You know, those ones yeah. that, that can come over and I can spoil. <laughs> Who am I trying to kid? I'm going to go steal those three Saint Bernards from Calgary. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh yeah. I, I'd lock them up tight. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, I said we were going to move on, but I, I, you know, you guys are looking at me like I, I don't think we we really can. There's just there's so many people responding, and so many people that can relate to the fact that uh, we had to put our puppy down yesterday. And it, yeah, I've I've been dreading this for three years. Like you know, when you've got a 14 year old Labrador Retriever, like it's crazy that she lived that long, and crazy she had a metal pelvis and she lived that long. But she just yeah, you you wonder how you start to wonder every morning when you wake up if she's going to be awake when you when you come to the garage, you know, and you start dealing with all of those kind of things. And I think I mean we deal with older people in our lives that way too, though none of us should take any day for granted. Uh, but anyway, it, it certainly is a, a, a making a huge impact. My buddy Greg, who uh, well, is more than just our tile guy, he really is, <laughs> but he just uh, texted me a video of, of, of something he captured with Lacey and he said, she loved me, or maybe it was the snacks I was giving her. I can't so tell. So sweet. Right. And uh, it's, it's fun, funny how your dog can make an impact on so many other people's lives, right? And it's not just my dog, it's, it's your dog and your, your cat and, and uh, your bird. I mean, you know, people just can your relate horse. to Whatever oh, yeah, horses for sure, right? And thank you for sharing your stories. Christy texts in and says, Chris, my heart breaks for you and your family. We had to say goodbye to our beloved childhood dog this year, and this has all brought back a flood of tears while driving to I'm work. I'm sorry. But they are always with us, even though they're no longer physically here. Mm. I think so my favorite Lacey that. memory is the first time I saw her. Yeah. She came around the corner. Yeah. I'm like, this dog is going to eat my face. <laughs> came bolting. She's like, she had a bit of a limp. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, <laughs> this menacing creature coming towards me. And then she just lays on the ground and looks at you like, okay, <laughs> belly I'll, rubs. I'll, I'll take some belly rubs now. Yeah, the other- And then you're always so worried about when she was in the gr- the driveway <laughs> oh, and driving away because oh. she'd follow vehicles. Oh, yeah. No, no. We were so scared that that was going to be uh, that was uh, going to be it. And yeah, she she loved people, but she ironically, she hated other animals, like hated them. And we could yeah, never... Yeah, we nicknamed her killer. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could never ever... And parades. She was always a parade marshal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. There are some texts coming in about the unique ways that people are honoring their dogs okay, after good. they've passed away. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people are saying that they got them cremated, but you can actually have their ashes put in a little necklace, so they're always with you. Okay, it was cute because yesterday um, they asked if if we wanted a paw print. Like, right. They said, do you want a paw print? And Karen and I looked at each other and we laughed because Karen spent the entire 12 years cleaning up Lacey's paw prints <laughs> on her hardwood floor. And Karen's like, we got enough of those. And I don't think I'll, you know, I have a feeling. You ever went to Chris's house too? You notice on the back door where most people go in. <laughs> yeah. Th- there was a, a the, the lacy line. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just paw prints all over that, dar- <laughs> yeah. that door. When we first got her, and I'm sorry, but people could remember, we first got her from the former owners, um, Jan and Chris were their names, and they told us, you know what, if you keep this dog, it's awesome. She's not an indoor dog. Don't worry about it. She stays in her dog house, <laughs> right? And that <laughs> the first day we had her, she's like like knocking on the door to come in. I'm like, ooh, I think they might have hooped us, duped us here. Or oh, maybe she'll stay outside. <laughs> she knew better. She's like, I got these guys. Yeah, you love that though. Unique ways that you 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 honor your pets. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Some of us might be looking for ideas. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we were going to move on and like talk about sexiest man on the planet uh, stuff, but um, <laughs> yes. yeah, it's it just doesn't uh, seem like the right thing to do. Judging by uh, your response, uh, our dog, uh, yeah, she's uh, no longer with us after a, a, a great run, and that's the thing that you got to absolutely celebrate. So the question Jack asked was, uh, you know, how do you celebrate this stuff? And there are tons of great ideas coming in. This person says, there's a company that will put her ashes into a little sapling tree. So the ashes become part of the tree as it grows. We did this with my grandfather. That's a great idea. That is a great yeah. idea. But Lacey chewed on trees. So I don't <laughs> <see>. <laughs> yeah. The one tree she doesn't chew. It's yeah. her, her tree. Yeah, I guess that's the truth. Another text to remember our Mastiff. I made a memory box. We put a paw print in it and we did this with the kids. Her collar, some cards, and the Rainbow Bridge poem. Remember, they're always in your heart. There you go. Thank you so much for the great suggestions. Uh, as always, our text is 103939 or 780 This is the Kissing Country Chris Jack and Matt Podcast. Uh, lots of love going on this morning. Thank you um, again. Uh, we, we lost our dog uh, yesterday and... Uh, Thank you to Matt and Jack, first of all, for being here. Jack and Matt both suggested that Chris, I mean, we've talked about this for a while. She's 14 years old and you guys all kind of dreaded the day that it happened because you're like, oh my gosh, you know, Chris is going to need a week off probably. And uh, last night, when I told you guys about it, you both suggested, no, you don't have to work. We got it taken care yeah, of tomorrow. Take and I'm the like, day off. No, no, I, I actually want to be here. This is a, actually a great escape for for life when we get to be on the radio and we're so lucky to have this job where we can we can do that and the fact that you guys uh, you know stood behind me today and helped so much and then like Amy from the front comes she sneaks in here she works at the front office she comes and she gives you a quick hug and Jesse comes in and all of these listeners I swear there's thousands of them that have reached out and uh, incredible messages and I think it's just because we can all relate right it's just kind of a it's a sad reality of life we have to say goodbye to uh, people and things that we we love so thank you so much for all of that and for for today for sure and tomorrow i promise uh, we'll uh we'll uh, do nothing but uh, what we usually do well you know what who knows we relate right that's the thing yeah. you know, whatever's going on in the world um you know we're there for you you're there for us uh later on tonight you guys are going to be at george canyon yes yep. we are at the pearl showroom at casino yellowhead and i cannot wait it's the first it's the inaugural uh, light the house gala at the shaw conference center i'm the honorary chair honored to be that and also the mc for the event tonight at the shaw raising money for Ronald McDonald House. You talk about a place that does amazing things in this community, they do. So it's going to be fantastic. Thank you uh, for everything, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.